Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, the billions of dollars in investments for UPMC and Allegheny Health Network's new specialized hospitals and medical centers could end up hitting patients in their pockets. Trib reporter Deb Erdley is joining us to talk about the concerns of passing on those construction costs to patients of the expansive healthcare networks. It's Wednesday, January 18th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. So, Deb, it seems like everywhere I go, I see some new construction project by some healthcare giant. Is this a big issue here, you know, that we don't have enough medical buildings? I just say we we need to look at shortages. It's not so much buildings, it's bodies in those buildings. The nursing shortage right now mm. is critical and it's going to be for some years now. Physicians who are willing to practice in inner city clinics and rural areas, those are areas where we're hurting. Uh, we we have an abundance, an embarrassment of riches almost when it comes to hospitals and hospitals that can provide cutting-edge care. We need to look at at some of these these other things, especially as the population here ages. But these buildings are still going up here or the construction is still happening. So what are these healthcare networks building and why? You know, when UPMC said three new specialty hospitals in the city of Pittsburgh, and investing billions, looking probably to invest millions more in advertising them to the world. That was pretty big. AHN, likewise, was expanding its facilities and looking more sort of in a a different kind of uh, direction. But both of them are spending an awful lot to bump up facilities. In some cases, they're facilities that are really old and aging. I mean, Presbyterian Hospital, once known as Presbyterian, UPMC Presbyterian, that's an aging facility. And the the folks who work in it, God bless them, how they find their way from one place to the next. I have a friend that works in that building and she is routinely lost. Um, But when you said AHN is looking in a different direction, what do you mean? It, It seems that a lot of their building had to do with Uh, expanding existing facilities, building cancer care centers. They did build Mm. a new hospital, the Wexford Hospital. Um, And and when you talk to the two of them, they're both offering services across the whole spectrum of health care, from primary physician practices that they offer to tertiary care facilities where you can get the the latest cutting-edge treatments. But Mm -hmm. when you talk to AHN, the thing I noticed is that they tended to emphasize more their work going out into the communities. And with UPMC, they're emphasizing the facilities that they think are going to bring people in from around the world. I mean, this sounds like a good thing. You know, like specialty hospitals might mean curing more diseases or saving more lives. Um, But what are some of the concerns you came across in your reporting when it comes to hospital expansion? The concerns are the costs and the availability. Yes, they will bring people in from all over, but I think as one of our economists said, there are no free lunches. 
when you're putting billions of dollars into construction. And make no mistake, mm-hmm. these are these are not bare stripped down facilities. These are beautiful places. Yeah. I, I, I saw I saw one of the the descriptions was like a Zen garden. Yes. Um, private rooms with a view and, and the flat screen TVs all, all on the walls that yeah they're they're very nice facilities but again the question becomes is what does that do to cost in the end mm-hmm. in some instances are we building uh, over building now the health systems themselves would tell you no no because uh, they would use the explanation that because they are part of a system that also has insurers, that they have an in, an incentive to keep costs in line. But everyone who's studied this kind of expansion is concerned that costs go up. Does that have any impact at all on um, insurance companies, uh, people who, who have insurance, you know, anyone that's going to any of these hospitals? Are we going to see that cost? Yeah, because you're going to pay for it. Your, your insurer is going to pay for it. And we don't look at it so much as the cost that we pay because it's veiled. Um, here's the example. When I go to the grocery store, if a dozen eggs are $3 this week and $4 next week, I see that immediately. Right. In terms of our health care costs, we, we don't see it that clearly because we might see it next year when our copay goes up a little or our uh, deductible goes a little higher. And that that's happened across the board many places as the cost of these services go up and employers or insurers themselves are having to deal with that. They shift more of the cost to you. So it's sort of a gradual thing. We don't see it. And by and large, as much as people want to talk about competition keeping costs down, we don't shop. I don't know many mm. people who say, well, I'm going to get a cost from uh, this hospital. I'm going to get a cost from that hospital. As much as as some of the folks in regulatory agencies and government have tried to promote that, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we might be limited by our insurance The insurer might say, well, you can only go here or you can only go there. But when you have massive systems like AHN and UPMC in the same area and people who live in those areas might have physicians, surgeons that cross between the two and they might need Mm -hmm. services on both. Uh, then you get to the point where one is saying, well, I will only take this insurance or that insurance. We had the Attorney General of Pennsylvania step in and negotiate a settlement saying, uh, you got to take people from both sides. The show today is brought to you by an incredible local resource, AIDS Free Pittsburgh, and their pledge to end the HIV AIDS epidemic in Allegheny County by 2030. If that is a cause that is close to your heart, make sure you're around for their biggest event of the summer, the sixth annual Too Hot for July. It is a party, but it is also a chance to get confidential HIV and STI testing for free, plus info on the incredible preventative medicines we have now, 
to keep Yins happy, healthy, and feeling your most confident out on the town. So come on out to Allegheny Commons East Park on Thursday, May 30th. Yes, July is in the name, but the event is in May. Don't get confused. May 30th from 4 to 10 p.m. There will be DJ sets, a health fair and marketplace, a ballroom-inspired dance battle, cash bar, food trucks, and more. Plus, a performance by Tony Award winner Alex Newell, a.k.a. Unique, from Glee. This is all thanks to True Tea Pittsburgh and so many folks doing the good work out here in the community. So do not miss out. Learn more at TooHotForJuly.com. We talk about the massiveness of it all. Is there a concern why anything hasn't been done about this trend? It really feels like we don't even have enough city to accommodate more UPMC buildings, more AHN facilities. You know, we're going to have more hospital than we have people in the city. <laughs> it's interesting that, that you mentioned that because Pittsburgh has floated, as we know, on eds and meds. <laughs> the governor, Tom Wolf, who's about to step aside, has looked at this and recommended year after year that the state adopt uh, an oversight commission, not a commission with, with really strict regulatory powers, but a commission that would review these things and make suggestions. Uh, that's happened in some other states. The industry itself, is, it's a big industry, they have lobbyists. Yeah. They'll tell you you're, they're regulated uh, out the wazoo, and they just that more regulation will end up with higher costs. But their lobby and their lobbyists have been very effective. In Harrisburg, the legislature has not acted upon this. They it's been uh, tossed out to them the last couple of years, and they've said no. And the same sort of thing is happening with the nursing shortage. No one will deny that we have a shortage of nurses. Hospitals can't staff the beds that they have right now. You've probably heard stories about uh, people being admitted but being housed in, in ERs for days at a time. And that's because even though the hospital might be licensed to have XYZ beds, it's only able mm. to staff X and Y because of the nursing shortage. And at the same time, nurses are saying that they're being overworked, that patient care is, is struggling. They have asked repeatedly that the state set standards for the patient-nurse ratio. And the hospitals that are, are crying about the nursing shortage, uh, also their industry lobbyists will go, go to the, the state and the feds saying, but you can't do that to us. We're over-regulated as it is. Don't slap more of these regulations on us. So it's a yeah. push and pull. And this is, this is not an industry. It's not like um, the power company or, or the phone companies that have been re regulated by the Public Utilities Commission. This is, this is sort of a hybrid animal. So the idea of of proposing a commission, you know, to act as an oversight for for all of this expansion happening with the hospitals, is this purely something, you know, that is happening in Pittsburgh because we are, you know, such an area that is rich in hospitals and and um medical education. Um yeah, is this something that's just just in this area? No, it's it's happened 
In Pennsylvania, it's happened at the state level. I, I don't think anyone would care to even tackle it at the local level. This is something that's going on at state levels. There are a couple of states mm. that have done this, and they've had some success. I'm, I'm told that uh, Massachusetts managed to uh, get a massive health system to to take a step back from a proposed expansion and perhaps structure it a little differently uh, in a way that might be more beneficial to consumers or patients. Uh, Oregon's doing mm. the same thing. For many years, there were certificate of need programs at every state around. And what they would do was um, hospital XYZ wanted to build and they would have to come to the certificate of need panel that would sit down and say, yeah, we need a hospital there. We, you're right. We need one. Uh, mm-hmm. The numbers justify it. Go ahead and do it. But those panels of certificate of need panels have slowly but surely gone out of existence. Pennsylvania's, I think, expired maybe 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, and many of them have elsewhere where they're still existing. Yeah, folks say they, they haven't been entirely effective. So it's, yeah. it's an evolving creature. It's it's very different than it, than it was. In the last uh, four decades, these huge systems have really come into play. Once upon a time, you had a, a Cleveland Clinic, a Mayo Clinic, a Hopkins, right. but you didn't have these these giants, and these were research hospitals uh, running outlying facilities. There were a lot of little outlying independent community hospitals. Uh, in the last last few decades, these. Uh, research, these university centers, these urban centers have pretty much changed into these overarching systems. They, they've taken over the smaller outlying hospitals, and now they're pretty much calling the shots across the board. There are very, very few independent hospitals, and those that ex- continue to exist are having a hard time. Deb Erdley is a senior reporter at the Trib. Deb, thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you, Morgan. Take care. A little more news before you go. There is a piece of Pittsburgh history for sale, and you could buy it. The former Wabash Bridge piers are for sale for the right price and the right vision. The giant stone structures rise 45 feet above the river on the downtown side of Parkway East. WESA reports several groups have already proposed their ideas for the project, including a public art display and a climbing space. And your bus route might be changing. Pittsburgh Regional Transit is planning to alter some bus routes ahead of construction on the bus rapid transit system between downtown and Oakland. If you want to weigh in on the proposed changes, there's a series of public hearings at the PRT office in downtown and virtually this week. You can find links with more information in our newsletter. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends, rate the show, leave us some hearts, leave us some stars and reviews, and subscribe to our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city, so we'll see you then.
The former Wabash. Oh my goodness. I can't say that. I, I don't know what this is. The former Wabra, Wabash. Wabash.